Hey beautifuls, welcome to the Fitness and Moses podcast. Today is a special day. I have my special goddess diamond jewels with me, Dora and Robin. Welcome to the podcast, beautifuls. Thank you for having us. Hi. <laughs> and we're on a three-way call, so if it sounds a little bit like, okay, what, like stop and go, that's why. But these girlfriends, we have met every single week for... I think it's going to be starting like a March of 2019. Over a year. It's been well over a year, guys. <laughs> wow, seriously? Yeah. yeah. We've been like committed to this. I love it. Wow. This is like a post that I had put up on Facebook, and I was looking for a group with like feminine energy and business because like I just believe that with feminine energy there's a special gift of magnetism and I'm like there has got to be a way to grow a business and have someone that hold me accountable to my goals but in a way where like it we just it's a celebration so we're uh, every week it's like a champagne toast we celebrate each other like well what was your champagne toast of the day and then we go into our feminine magnetism like what magnetized you in your business and then what is your simplest sexiest goal in the week because the sexiest version of you it's really the simplest, most sacred version of who you are in your truth. So I just feel so blessed to have you ladies here. Um, transformation after transformation, you ladies have been the ones that have been there. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. You guys are like thank one you. at a time. So, like, as women, what is it that makes, what do we, though, you'd say, since, And Dora has this thing. Let me back up. Okay. So there was this interview with Steven Jackson, Jamie Foxx, and Matt Barnes, right? They have this podcast. I think it's something. Oh, it's it's Off the Smoke or On the Smoke podcast. And they had Jamie Foxx. And Steven Jackson, after game, he made a lot of big shots with the Spurs. And... After the game reporter was like, well, how do you handle like these situations and these in these big in these you've had a lot of big time plays is what the reporter commented to him. And Steven Jackson was like, I love this line. This line like turns around. I love this line. But he's like, I make love to pressure. He's like, where I'm from, I'm from Portland, Texas, Port Arthur, Texas, and we make love to pressure. And I was like, yes, we make love to pressure. And something we've been talking about in our, like, a girlfriend accountability group is, like, our true power. And so I believe how to, like, make love to pressure the feminine component would be what you texted me the other day, Dora. And you were like, you know, when I lean into my true power, the universe responds. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit, like, what does our true power look like? What does it feel like? like when you're in it it just feels right like you're it's you being your truest self yeah um and like when you actually like tune into that almost like it's almost like you're tuning in finally to your own station (laughs) without like having those outside whatever influences like you're just being fully yourself and your power Mm -hmm. it just like it just feels like it flows like it all just somehow flows like it doesn't and then even if it's not like life isn't still hitting you with stuff like very much is like life does not let up um but you're able
able to just flow over it, like flow through it, like not over it, but through it. Um, and I know we talked a little bit about like, you know, phoenixes and like that quote, which at first I think Jazz, you and, Jazz and you and I were like, I don't know about this quote. And then we realized like it did make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can you share it? Women. Yeah. What was it? You, uh, instead of like a strong woman instead of, like walks through the fire, she becomes it. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will find that quote. Um, but at first we were like, no, you like walk through it. Yeah. Um, but then when we really like kind of analyzed it, I was like, you have to kind of become it to like get through it. Like you have to take that in, in order to transform. Right. And how does that like, and while you're looking up that quote, like Robin, how would you say that would look like for your business? If you want to explain mind explain a little bit what your business is because in your business that's beauty reimagined so how does uh, that look like yeah, in terms sure. of fire? So, um so uh, the reimagined beauty is um a transformation mm-hmm. i feel like it's something that has always been there just never seen or it's um a complete, um, what I like to call a phoenix goddess, mm. where, because, you know, like a phoenix, you know, it rises from its ashes and it's reborn again, mm-hmm. you know, but it's still basically the same bird, it's just revamped, it's, re, it's transformed into something better, something more powerful, you know, through all the pain and all the goodness and whatever life has thrown at, um, at that person. Exactly, like a more powerful version of yourself. Like you're more true, like closer to your actual truth and your actual power. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Like I love the, oh, and I found the quote, by the way. Like that we were like discussing. Some women fear the fire, some women simply become it. Mm -hmm. That was like something that like we were like talking back and forth on whether we agreed upon it and how it made sense. And then when I kind of brought it, when I thought about the Phoenix and like what you're saying, Robin, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like part of the becoming. I what that means more. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many women, I feel like, um, are afraid of going into the fire, you know? Mm-hmm. And what I mean by it could be so many different things. So I'm like, when I talk about with my models and clients, um, because I do, um, makeup um applications uh, it's like they're afraid to you know break up with that voice um uh, in the relationship or it's you know they felt so ugly from you know their mother not giving them the praise as a beautiful girl you know and so they've always felt very ugly about themselves and never felt like they were good enough um to uh, you know in then in this world or you know something to be proud of for their family um, and so that's, that's what I mean about like the whole, you know, to reimagine like their beauty, because beauty is not just, you know, um, just what's on the outside, it's, you know, it's what's on the inside more than what's on the outside. And in the inside, we hold so much things as women because we've been taught to, you know, to hold it in, to be quiet, you know, and, um, or to, you know, 
rely on a man or, you know, whatever the circumstances is because I've heard so many, so many stories. And, um, you know, and so just like kind of opening up the, you know, not only the mind, but spiritually as well, too. And just, you know, having women thinking, you know, not only for themselves, but also to knowing that they are beautiful, you know, like, because nothing... Nothing is born ugly. I always tell them. I love that. And it's something, like, I think about it from a fitness perspective, you know, because I do the God's Reveal plan and, like, transforming our bodies and live, really living our bodies as lingerie. And it's like, so you're right, so often fire gets this bad stigma, but what if the fire or the diamonds of the universe sparkling around you? That way you're transforming your body into an even sexier form. And so as you're in the fire, like your body's literally becoming more diamond-like. It's literally becoming more couture. It's really it's literally becoming silver and gold and rosé. And if you use some energy, like fire doesn't always have to be bad. You know, it doesn't always have yeah, to be painful. Exactly. The transformation I mean, can be... You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, because like um, one of my models, like she had a burn on her um, face, and she was so like scarred from it, you know, because it left her very, very damaged on the cheek area. Right. And so, like, I just, um, I kind of had her like imagine, and, and you know, and I always ask a lot of questions. That's just me. But the question is not for me. It's mostly for my models and my clients. Um, and I asked her, I was like, what happens when a forest is on fire and all the water, the firefighters, they get it all, you know, blown away and stuff like that. And she's like, well, it regrows, you know. She's like, the water helps to, you know, t- burn down the fire and, you know, to replenish uh, uh, the soil and, and, you know, it, uh, it grows again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's reborn, right? And she just looked at me, and she was like, well, yeah. And I was like, I say, so with water, with love and care, and, and so much other stuff, I say, you know, don't take that thing that happened to you with you being in the house burning. I say, and you having this scar, take it as something that you, you learn, like, not necessarily learn from it, but, like, it, it empowers who you are embrace you know with the love and affection and like because I always tell my clients like no one's gonna love you better than you and you know what and I think sometimes to kind of piggyback off of that like I know what a breakthrough happened for me when who said this someone said it recently on a podcast and I remember who it was but um was it David, as I, I don't remember who it was, but like it really helped with my grieving and stuff with my little brother is the idea that joy and pain can coexist at the same time. So when like you talk about like loving yourself, I think sometimes it can be thinking, well, if I showing my love, showing myself I love myself means I'm having this like, I won't say dank energy, but you're having this dark energy because you're like, oh my goodness, this happened to me. Without realizing like literally in the truth of this present moment, joy and pain can coexist at the same time. Today, I did a lot of really painful things. As I was doing these painful things I was doing today, I was also, I had my little lingerie note that I kept on looking to, the notepad my my phone. Okay, what kind of lingerie am I wearing today? Okay, this is my lingerie. I was like listening to different podcasts to pour life into me. I was listening to Beyonce's The Gift, 
Like joy and pain can literally coexist because that's how powerful your body is in the flame. Yeah. Exactly. You know, which I think Dora ties into you. This whole thing ties into you. Literally, all of it quite literally relates to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm a jeweler and I specialize in like, you know, custom work and kind of making your story into a piece that lasts forever um, and an heirloom piece that you can hand down generations. So. I quite literally work with fire daily <laughs> to yes. literally transform, like, metal and manipulate it in a way that it creates your story. Um, same with diamonds. How are they made? With pressure. Beautiful things can come out of the worst places, and it's kind of mind-blowing, you know, until, like, the three of us started talking, right. like, you know, over the past, over a year, I never realized how obviously, like, all, like, it relates. Like, these are all such, yes. odd, like, Like, walk examples. us through that. Walk us, because mm-hmm. I feel like the, the fact that you're in a rough place proves that you're beautiful. The fact that we came from rough places proves that we're diamonds. Right? Or well, not proves, but it's proof of it. to cut it away. So... This is, this is one of the biggest things that I remember, like, months ago um, we talked about was for, you know, gemstones. I kind of explained to you guys, like, the process yeah. of me going to the mines, like, and how, you know, coming from a good place, like, family miners, I'm doing the right way, no child labor, et cetera, et cetera, like, it all felt good. But what it is with the gemstone is you cut apart, like, there's a lot of cracks, there's a lot of, like, ugly, there's a lot of, you know, things that the world has done to that stone. But when you allow it to, when the gem is able to be its true self, it takes away all that and it reveals. So, like, I I don't believe in the whole, like, you know, they show, like, the Japanese pottery where, like, you know, the cracks, oh, like, yeah. they fill it in and yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. They are beautiful. Those cracks are beautiful. But if you were to try to actually reveal your true self, your true self is pure and gorgeous and it's okay to let go of those things. Like, this is part of who created me into the incredible, like, perfect gemstone that I truly am that's always inside. Like, mm-hmm. those, it's a different way of looking at it. You know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, holding on to and keeping that kind of pain, that transformed you. Going through that fire transformed you into that pure, perfect gemstone, like, that you always were. Hmm. That makes sense. So what do you say to the person that's like, thinks that they're, that, that somehow they're exception though, that like, they can't be that gemstone because that person was me. No, they're, I see beauty and literally everyone and I do not believe, I, well, I didn't think so either. Yeah. I think like, it's the refusal to give up, like, you can choose to, like, that's another metaphor we talked about. Like, imagine you're swimming, right? Like, you're in you're in a body of water. <laughs> um, if you stop swimming, you stop trying, you can drown. And, like, you can drown for a little bit, and you can't, like, but you have to force yourself back up. You've got to keep swimming. You have to, like, and it seems impossible. Like, there's storms, there's, like, undercurrent, there's everything, and it's not like certain people are, like, luckier. It's just, like, they power through regardless. 
like they absolutely refuse even when it seems impossible and even when they do drown for a little bit and they need to you know drown for a little bit because they're exhausted from the effort um as long as at the end of the day no matter how long it takes you you keep you try to get up and swim again Mm. That's the way that I look at it. And I've been through, like, some really, like, you know, where you're not, where I'm not swimming. I'm, like, feel like I've been drowning for a long time. But at the end of the day, like, I try to heal myself through that, and I focus on healing myself so I can have that energy to properly get out of it and move forward and not just live in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of like, so the energy is not all spread all around you from the middle of the ocean. It's on the focus of, like, being conserved in your body or on your path to, like, get out. Or no? Um, say that again? just want to be sure. So, like, sorry, I'm so tired. I don't know if I'm it's coming out right. Maybe, maybe I'll get what I said. But I was saying, like, kind of like the energy is not all around you. And the waves, because I feel like we can create more waves when well, we are trying to energy, you. right? Your energy is you. Like, it's mm. the, like, I would say the ocean's more like the world around you and, like, what that's causing. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole concept of, like, your energy transforming, which I feel like, Jasmine, that's one of your, like, big focuses, like, how your energy and your power can transform. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, literally, not to be, like, everything's energy, but, like, really, literally, everything's energy, and, like, we get to decide how, um, going back to this same podcast... That I was mentioning earlier with Matt Barnes, Jamie Foxx, and Stephen Jackson. And um, Jamie Foxx was sharing how when he did the movie Ray, he had to learn about Ray, right? And so one thing is he sat with Ray Charles. And he, it's kind of, he has a really cool story about how he figured out the younger Ray Charles, but through Quincy Jones. But when he met Ray, um, he, what pe- most people didn't know is that like Jamie Foxx knows how to play the piano, right? Because his grandma taught him. And so he first started the start playing the piano with like he was like I'm gonna play the piano with Ray Charles trying to do the best that he could do you know what I mean, and then Ray moved from I forget what the piece is named but it's he moved from like his pieces because Jamie, Jamie Foxx can play play to a very complex like jazz piece or whatnot whatnot right, and Jamie is it's super super high complex like most people wouldn't like be able to play this piece so Jamie hit the wrong note right. And Ray was like, what, 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 what are you doing that for, man? What are you doing that for, man? And um, what Ray was teaching him is that he's like, I need you to hit the right note. He was teaching him that life is all about playing the right notes. So it's kind of like we're at this piano and we have all the notes in front of us, but we get to play like the right ones. And the right ones are going to send this vibration that kind of radiates through our body. And it's knowing that, like, which vibrations are yours, which vibrations, like, are not yours. But you're so right. Like, you are literally the energy. Not not the ocean. <laughs> right? But you're literally the energy. And there's nothing there's nothing sexy in the potential you are now and the potential you're now becoming. Yeah. And I yeah. want to add that be careful on who you give your energy to. 
Yeah. Speak on that one. <laughs> that is powerful. Yeah. Because that is powerful. You know, oh, you have to, like, I, I always tell people, like, know yourself more, but also to know what energy you have. Because energy, you know, changes every single day. You know what I mean? So, um, we actually say day. I feel like it's every second, every hour it changes. You know, but mm-hmm. it, it's, you really have to, um, you have to be careful on how much energy you give to someone um, and who you give that energy to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. And respect yourself as well. Exactly, yes. Mm. And that's kind of like part of your goddess armor, right? When you think about it, is your jewelry is your goddess armor? Yes. Because I actually had a client this past weekend, and we were talking about her boy issues, and I'm like, how much energy are you putting into this relationship? Mm-hmm. You know, how much is he putting in? Like, who? be careful on who you're giving your energy to, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, you're worth it. You're, you know, you're very powerful, and just people don't believe they are. And it's sad. And it's funny you say Absolutely. that, like... That's one of the biggest things right there. No, that it really is. Yeah. Like, yeah, go ahead, Jasmine. Exactly. <laughs> like, what... So, something, and we'll have to talk about this in different podcasts, but, like, the goddess energies have really helped the three of us. <laughs> like, on yes. such a level. <laughs> it's literally like you... It's literally like we've discovered an entire playbook that we didn't know. <laughs> Like, literally, I can just, yeah, it's literally just, I can see how it's helped to transform us and everything. And one thing, so, like, I'm an Oshun woman, right? And if you study, like, the stories of the goddesses, it's so interesting because these are different cultures that have never met each other before, right? But you will find similar stories in these cultures, and these cultures can have been separated by like oceans or whatnot, right? And so if you look at the stories of the goddesses of training plans from women, you can really learn a lot about yourself and a lot about your energy. And one thing, like I'm an ocean woman, and one thing about me is I had to learn that, and this is why like I really treasure you ladies a lot, is that with my energy or my ashe, so to speak, like people, it's very sweet, so people like to sip on it. But not a whole lot of people like to go in deep with me in it. You know what I mean? Like, they just can't quite handle it. I don't think can't quite handle it for not to be handled. But with your ashe, it, it can be not easily drained, but it's drained. So when someone walks away, I can feel that, okay, that's draining. But because that's energy that I identify with, people like to, like, sip on it. And not in a bad way, but it's sweet. It's there. It's a fragrance. We're a flower in the atmosphere, Right. And it's literally knowing that the energy your ashe is the most priceless thing in the entire world. And knowing like which goddess you identify with in terms of energy is going to introduce you to more of that energy. And which people, because you can give someone like a little bit of your energy. And because your energy is so potent, if it's in the most potent form, it's going to go a long way. Versus feeling like, I don't think we have a correct value on how much our energy is. And so we're dumping tanks of our energy on. Not realizing that just a quarter of your fraction of your energy could, could completely change the world. It doesn't have to be all of you. Just a quarter of you can do that. Because all of you is for you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
feel like we should have like our champagne flutes right now clinking. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I love it. Are there any last words you'd like to say about transforming our bodies, our energy, our soul, our mind? Keep at it. It's always a constant work. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, how would you say a goddess is formed? In terms of jewelry, in terms of makeup. For the person that, like, you wake up in the morning and you're feeling drained, you're feeling empty. Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're waking up and you're like, hey, sexy, what's up? But how would you say that next step? Because transformation can happen both ways. How would you say a goddess is formed from that way? I mean, for me, it's like the, you know, as I mentioned earlier, kind of like the way the gemstone is cut. Mm. Like, it's so, you know, you can kind of look at it as like the fire with metals and stuff, but I think the gemstone really makes more sense as a metaphor. Um you know, it's a painful process <laughs> yeah. to be revealed, right? Like, that's part of it. Right. But at the end of it, it's just, it's stunning. It's breathtaking. Like, and it feels like, and maybe some people who don't understand it will look at it at first and think it might be, like, ugly, but they don't know. They don't really understand that true potential that's inside. Only that gemstone knows it. They know what they have inside. They know how incredible that is. And once that that, you know, that gemstone goes through that transformation, then the entire world knows. Yeah. But it's, it's hard. It's hard to get there. It's not easy. But it's worth it. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Robin, do you have any, any other champagne you would like to... I want to say pour on top, but... Any whipped cream on top of the champagne, though I'm sure that's not how you drink champagne. That's how I eat my strawberry shortcake, though. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about strawberries when she said. I know. Me too. Girl, listen. I have some strawberries and whipped cream in the fridge right now. I'm gonna make some cake for um, Deb. We're gonna go to the picnic and have a goodbye. That's gonna be our thing. Oh, <laughs> I just made it all sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That is sweet. Yeah, it's more like an all like that's sweet. Okay. Like awesome. yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, awkward, awkward, awkward. I don't do well yeah. with feelings. Awkward. <laughs> no, okay. Well, then the only thing I would close, the only thing I would have to add to that is just you know, um, like I said, my thing is all about reimagined beauty and like a phoenix goddess. So, um, just don't be afraid to stretch your wings of pearl, and to always have a heart of gold. I love it. Well, thank you, beautifuls. You guys are definitely my golden pieces in my life, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, my beautiful goddess sisters. Thank you for tuning to Fitness Mimosa's podcast. Remember, like, you are radiant. You are beauty. Um, and, yes, your body is your laundry, but also know just, like, with the goddess armor, you know, that Dora talked about, just about like beauty reimagined, 
that the definition of the beauty in the day not only is you, but when we were talking about these fire, when we're talking about these gemstones, when we're talking about how you were just such the perfect crystal already, like the fire, the fire in your life is not what's around you, it is you. Love you, gorgeous. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Please like, subscribe, share with your other girlfriends, share with guys across the world because when one woman listens to this, and I, I love this, when someone in Iran is listening to this and someone in Australia is listening to this, like, we're all participating in the same goddess glow. So I just want to say I'm so honored and so blessed to have you here. Thank you for being you, and you are a goddess. Walk in your glow.